Hey, it's Joey Salvia here with episode 98. It's part one of a two-part episode with Jim Brewer at his house. In fact, Jim has a new album out right now. It's called Jim Brewer Live from Portland. And he's come with a clip. Let's play it. And then catch up with Greg. He brought Bobby Littlefoot along with him. But I know him as Robert Mathers. Here's Jim Brewer live from Portland on a very special OP radio. I don't. I hate when the doctor said the first thing he said. He's like, "You're gonna have to start taking a baby aspirin every day." I said, "For what? Well, you're 50. You're gonna be dead soon. You want to preserve the death." Have my ass cleaned out. You, you haven't lit. You don't realize how vulnerable you are and where your life's at until they go. You really have to have your ass cleaned out. You, and uh, so my wife is like, "You getting a colonoscopy?" So no, I'm not. You're not sticking anything in my ass. No, I'm not into that. I'm not into it. Drunken night years and years ago. Someone tried. Can I take my... Don't you dare. I don't like that. I don't even wipe too hard. Like, oh, God, I get that. It's just me. And, uh, so she tricked me. Yeah. And uh, because we're into like juice and, you know, clean drinks and fruit drinks, so she gave me a drink, not knowing it's the colonoscopy pre. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know, you. You take a drink, and how do teenagers not know? How is how is this not the biggest prank drink on every campus in the world? If I knew I was able, you know how many people would have went down if I knew that from 1983 to 91? You know what this does, dude? You're pissing out your ass for seven hours. You ready for this? Takes about two hours. We gotta keep it going for two hours. Jeffrey, got your shot. Drink it up. I've never, never, never in my life, and it, it's not just once. It, it's hours, hours. You're just pissing out your ass for hours, and then it starts burning. Your ass is burning because it can't. It's like dry, it's had too much. <laughs> and I just hear my wife going. <laughs> Some wet naps. 
Today, we're in the middle of uh, the woods deep in New Jersey to go to my pal's house, Jim fucking Brewer. Dun, dun, dun. What is that? What is that beep? That's is that the Jim Brewer beep? That's my seatbelt. I figure if I'm podcasting with Jim Brewer, who's really into Metallica and stuff, I should like live a little. Uh, <laughs> breaking. Oh, that's a different band, right? You could go with Breaking break the Law. Breaking the Law. <laughs> I'm excited. I haven't been to Jim Brewer's house in a minute or two, but uh, we're uh, we're pulling up and we'll be talking to Jim Brewer hopefully in in minutes here, man. Are you excited? Are are you a fan of Jim Brewer, Robert Littlefoot? Jim, <laughs> Jim Brewer is one of my favorite comics. I've I've been watching him for. 25 years at least uh, back when I was in school and he was just out uh, starting uh, making his way on the road and I'm excited we've cleared security in this sort of weird complex of very rich people houses so that's good very excited Brewer doesn't know you're coming oh so my might not clear security. I, that, well, I that, thought I was on the list. No, no, I didn't tell Brewer that you were coming. So. Great, I'm gonna have to sit in the car the whole time. Hey, what happened? They left. Oh, wow, slow down, man. <laughs> didn't you see kids at play? <laughs> That's right, rich kids at play. Do not hit the rich kids at play. All right, we're pulling up to Jim Brewer's house. I think that's him on the phone right there. Or is that? <laughs> Keep that calling. Was a woman. He's not gonna like that. I thought this woman was was. Uh, oh, that might be his uh, wife. Hello. Yes, that is his wife. We're turning in here. Yes, we are turning in here. Okay. All right. Uh, be nice. She's very religious. Okay. As in, don't curse. You know how I started the podcast by saying Jim fucking Brewer. I will not curse. Hello, pot kettle black. You are the one with the potty mouth. I ain't worried about Robert. I'm sure, this is his house, right? Yes. Okay. Why are you getting nervous? I don't know. She's looking at us like, who are these people? This is starting to sound an awful lot like that Greg Brady episode. All right, I'm putting the car in park. I'm Why are prayer. you nervous? I don't know. You made me nervous. How did I make you nervous? It's Jim Brewer's right. wife, and she's very religious. Jim is more of a spiritual guy, and he's into his meditation, and, he, and his religion is walking in those woods. We're going to see a lot of deer today. I like deer. And his wife, you know, she goes to church uh, three times a day. Okay. It's a little different. Let's roll up your window so we don't get in trouble. But they make it work, so here we go. And it begins. Hey, I'm already podcasting. I'm already podcasting. Look how great you look. Oh, hey, how are you? I'm good. That's uh, Littlefoot. I'm Robert. Hi. How are you? Nice to Hi, meet Robert. you. It's nice to meet he's you. Wearing, like, he's wearing bigger shoes today, but we call him Littlefoot because he has kind of <laughs> tiny feet. <laughs> how you doing? I'm really well. How are you? I'm really good, man. I'm excited to be here. In, uh... Oh, Jim's excited. Oh, good, good, yeah. good. You can go through the crappy garage or through the uh, front entryway. <laughs> which would be more dramatic, you think? <laughs> let's matter. go through the garage. There's no cameras. Who All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go through the garage. All right, just walk on in. Jump on the podcast later. Okay. I'm serious. I'm a I'm a fan of your your podcast, and I'm mad that you guys haven't done one in a while. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh oh, she said, "Talk to Jim about that." Hammer. Man, you are prompto. And we're podcasting already. This is unbelievable. I, I already got a... Dee's already mad at me. What's she mad at? Just oh, because please, I... She's, she's mad at me, too. How are you, buddy? She's not talking to me. She's not talking to you? Talking to you? How you doing? How are you? Robert. That's, that's Robert. Robert. That's Littlefoot. He's like, if we need him to produce. 
Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. But I already started. That's fine. Okay. No, I go, I said, D, come on the podcast later. And she started laughing. And then I said, I'm a fan of the podcast you do with Jim. And then she laughed. And then uh, she said, you better talk to Jim about that. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how it began. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, no. Because I noticed you haven't done a podcast with uh, her since December. Yes. That was our, we had an awesome blowout. Right. First one in like 20 years. Really? I shouldn't say 20 years. It was probably like a good 15 years. Like a really big blowout? Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, how good. Oh my God, you changed up your house a little bit. Yeah, changed everything up. Where do you want to go? What was the blowout about? Do you want to talk about it? Um, Not really. Yeah. Yeah? Get on a little bit. All right. Dude, look so, at this uh, Look at this brand new deck. I haven't been here in a while. No, this is brand new. This is gorgeous. The yard is new too. It's like three days old. What do you mean it's three days old? This was just mounds of dirt. Mounds and mounds. They couldn't come in here because it was too wet last year. Right. So we had a septic. I know you can't tell, but I have a gorgeous $40,000 <laughs> brand new septic. Nice. I have the nice, nicest shitter in all of Chester. <laughs> Morristown can't touch what's laying under my desk. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. 40000 Oh, yeah. They really rake you. Oh, yeah. well, you're going to have a, a guy come, and he's got a, he's from the state, and you have to, like, uh, like an architect, the architect of a shitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, ah, oh, you know, you, got, you can't move here, and you got wetlands, so that's another... That's another, let me make up a good number. That's six <laughs> of course, grand. Of course. Of and you're going to have to cut tree. I know a great tree guy. So me and a tree guy are going to bang you for another. S- oh, that should be another 10 grand because yeah. you know, we got to cut. Oh, you want the stumps done? Oh, that's another. You're in, you're the TV guy. Well, okay. We're going to give you a discount. Jack up another $3,000. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. But you've so, lived here forever and now yeah. you're finding out about all these issues with your backyard? Yeah. My mom, when my mom passed. Literally the day of like her funeral, you come back here and it smells like hog shit, and uh, the the septic tank came back at the end of the day. Right, and there's a guy in the back with a cigarette, half undone. He's like, "Listen, I stuck a pipe in there and it broke, <laughs> uh, so you know I can't get out. So I'm just gonna leave." He leaves a hole. <laughs> With an exposed septic tank, oh my god! With a with a with a with a hose inside there, right? And I get a bill for five hundred. I'm like, I'm not paying this. Yeah, no kidding. You made it worse, yeah. stupid. Maybe it was a sign from your your mom. Oh, my mom I, was annoyed. That's what was going on. She said, "I'll fuck you hard." Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck yeah. you up one more time. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> I'm, gonna, what I'm gonna leave my mark. That's exactly what it but was. But it's, it's funny when you talk about like uh, the town finding problems. I got I got this little beach house, right? I've had it for. Four or five years, and out of nowhere, I get this letter like, "Uh, your propane tank is too close to your AC unit." Oh my god! We can move it for you. The famous, we can move it for you, but it's going to cost a few. Or you can go to the state, <laughs> right? Exactly. And, uh, you know, you got to redo the piping, and uh, yeah. the yeah. pipes now are from Peru. <laughs> right, so right. That's exactly. another, and we got to get them measured. And you know, the Peruvians cost right. a lot of money. So they, they, I go, why wasn't this a problem beforehand? Well, you know, I guess no one noticed it. Do you have your permits? I, I go, yeah, of course I have my permits. We went through the town, right? Long story short, I have to get a twelve foot block of cement. 
so they can move the propane literally five feet. Oh, this is they because it's a beach, so it has you, to be on a platform, yeah, and, it, and it can't be just like you can't just put a little cement down. It has to be. I think it's something like four feet deep yeah. and then twelve feet wide. I think it was more like this. Do you know who that guy is? <laughs> yeah, of course, that's how it goes. <laughs> no, who's who's it? That's the guy. Remember the radio? Remember his Opie and Anthony? They signed a deal for like a billion dollars. <laughs> Little do his know. brothers got arrested. These guys got money that never fucking ends. They hide it where I know his financial advisor. Yeah. How can we fuck this guy to move a tank five feet? Little do they know I'm in your backyard with this podcast. <laughs> Portable thing. You want to sit down? Drink? Yeah, man. You want to do edibles? Today, yes. Oh, uh, she would no. Oh, we picked a good day to be here, Robert. Well, no, she don't leave till later. She don't leave them. I still got to pick up kids later. Let's do all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know we make yeah, it fun. That's all I need. That's then all I, I need, podcasting. I, I want to hear. Um, was it when Obi came here? <laughs> right. Everyone's talking about some edible thing. Like you guys were playing with wall. It was one in the morning. <laughs> and then the cops came and then you got them to start playing. Right. I say we do edibles. While the kids were here? Were you... Are you, is it just a shtick? Come on, of course it's a shtick. <laughs> you know how many albums I just sold because of that? I just got all my half bank fans back. Oh, I use that excuse on the radio a million times with old girlfriends. It's a shtick. Ah, oh, no, that was just for the radio. It's a radio. What are you doing? It's a radio This is what we do. We, we do edibles, and then we do all your errands. We, that's hilarious. What, it, what have you been doing edibles here them? and there? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you have. I can tell by your haircut. <laughs> I can tell by I can tell by Ope's new hair. You got the whole I don't I done look. <laughs> you got the I'm done look. I don't care. I'm not impressing anyone at school or my no kids. Way. I don't care that right. it's private. I don't care about any of you. I got the same cash as you with your little uh, slippers on with no socks. All right. You don't care. The guy no. with the tie, you've got that <laughs> no, look. I, I don't care. Well, I already give you my 30, 50 grand for my kid no to go to private school to learn yeah. how to color. Yeah. Uh, I, I, grow, I grow this beard so I don't have to hang out with the, the, I know. the parents. I know. I, you know this crap. I, I know exactly your whole look. <laughs> my, exactly my, my whole look is leave me alone. <laughs> I know exactly where your look is. Leave me alone. I already know what's coming out. As soon as I saw you walk out, I went, oh, he settled in. <laughs> he settled in real good. You're in a good place. Yeah, I am in a good place. So well, we can sit down. Let's sit down. So you might want to. Yeah. Pause or just check out and talk to everyone. Yeah, I'll pause. Can we get waters or something? Yeah, or? we get some water. Okay, so let's take a little breaky-poo and do a little spot rooney It's all you, Greganooch. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, NHTSA is working hard to combat texting while driving. Texting and driving isn't just a dangerous problem, it's deadly. And if you drive while distracted, you're three times more likely to crash. But far too many people still don't recognize the dangers. Did you know that when you send or receive a text, you take your eyes off the road for about five seconds? And at 55 miles per hour, that's like driving more than the length of a football field with your eyes closed. Between 2012 and 2017, nearly 20,000 people died in crashes involving a distracted driver. 
And if your own safety isn't enough reason to stop driving while distracted, here's another one. It's also illegal. That's why cops are writing tickets to anyone caught texting while driving, and they're doing it to save lives. So remember, if you text while driving, you will get caught. You drive, you text, you pay. Oh, I got to talk about Quip. Quip is awesome. We're talking about a great, great toothbrush. I know it's a toothbrush. I know, but I bought my Quip before they started advertising with the OP Radio podcast. So when they came to me and said, hey, Quip wants to advertise with you, I'm like, yes, I picked them. They didn't pick me. I bought my Quip because I heard it on the OP Radio podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. In fact, I just got got my refill packet in the mail the other day. Isn't that great? I love it. Because uh, most of us, we get an electric toothbrush and all of a sudden, you know, the, the brush head gets really worn out, but we're too lazy to go to CVS and try to find it. And like, wait a minute, that they don't even have my brand anymore. What? And then all of a sudden you're buying another electric toothbrush. It's a mess. With Quip, they send it in the mail every, what, three or four months? Three something months, like yeah. that? Yeah, so they send you a brand new brush head. They send you a tiny little AAA battery because that's how you power this thing. You don't have to plug it in with charges and all that. And you know how much of a pain in the ass that is when you're traveling and now you gotta you got a charger for your electric toothbrush. It's all contained nice. It has that glass tube where the toothbrush goes in. And then, you know, it's kind of a container. And you just yep. throw that in your luggage and you're good to go, man. You just turn that thing on and with the AAA battery, it pulses. It's what, every 30 seconds? Every 30 seconds. Reminding you every 30 seconds, move it to somewhere else in your mouth, dummy. <laughs> so so your teeth are And they send uh, toothpaste. Cleaner. And they send a little bit of toothpaste. No, they send two toothpaste. They, you get they, a little travel one and you get a three-month supply. Exactly. They have figured everything out. Uh, I love, love my Quip. I, I shouldn't love a toothbrush this much. It's a little weird, but I'm very, very happy. It has this, uh, sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums. Yeah, the built-in two-minute timer pulsates every 30 seconds. So it takes everything out of uh, brushing your teeth. As long as you can hang in there for the, you know, for the full two minutes, you know you're going to have cleaner teeth and fresher. Uh, it's fresher. very easy to brush your teeth and multitask. Yeah, there you go. A multi-use cover. That's right, <laughs> ladies. Oh, they're not. That's not what they're getting at. I don't think so. A multi-use cover. It's very smooth, ladies. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, brush heads are automatically delivered, like we said. So look, man, I really do love my Quip. And they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Matter of fact, I think I said it on a, a past live read. I went to the dentist recently, and they, they, we were all confused. Like, uh, wait, you, you haven't been here in over a year. And I'd like to go you know, uh, more frequent than that. And they're like, what are you doing differently? I'm like, I got a Quip, you know, this Quip uh, electric toothbrush. And they're like, oh, we're hearing that a lot. And then they try to give me that dumb toothbrush at the end i'm like i don't need your stinking toothbrush anymore well, you know what those those old dentist toothbrushes yeah they make great grout cleaners <laughs> yeah there you go uh quip starts at just 25 dollars, and if you go to getquip.com at the very least go to getquip.com so you can see this thing it's really nice it, it makes a really nice gift and i know father's day is coming up in a month or so and this might be a great gift for father's day uh you go getquip.com slash opie getquip.com slash opie right now and you get your first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash opie that's getquip.com slash opie Opie Radio. Hey, friends, we're here with Heidi King, the Deputy Administrator of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. NHTSA is working hard to combat texting while driving. 
Heidi, tell us more about the National Texting Enforcement Campaign. You drive, you text, you pay. You drive, you text, you pay is the National High Visibility Enforcement and Awareness Campaign that supports law enforcement's amplified efforts to combat texting while driving. Well, why is distracted driving so dangerous? Because text messaging requires drivers to take their eyes off the road, their hands off the wheel, and their mind off driving. It is perceived by many to be the most dangerous distraction on our roadways. Please join the conversation about the consequences of texting while driving by using and following the hashtag JustDrive. Thank you, Heidi. While April is National Distracted Driving Awareness Month, please resist the urge to drive distracted year-round. For more information, visit nhtsa.gov slash distraction. That's N-H-T-S-A dot gov slash distraction. Opie Radio. What the fuck? The Opie Radio Podcast. What the fuck is he talking about? I'm confused. No, I make fun. The backyard, I know uh, this is not a visual. This is gorgeous. I I haven't... Huh? Stay there. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Wait, you got to turn the music down, though, or it'll be a copyright well, I thing. I was going to say, you're not going to fight Chief Nahokamiya <laughs> off the reservation in North Dakota. He's never going to hunt this down. Dude, I... I, I Someone's going to go... I will go find Opie now. He owes me 18 cents. I take uh, I take naps to meditation music and and uh, and rainstorms and thunderstorms yeah. and uh, rainforest sounds. Yeah, I got all right. See, I told you I could relate to Jim Burr. Yeah. Sit down, little foot. Ah. Wow, the last time I was here, they didn't have this wonderful deck. And and those are the famous woods, Robert. I'll, yeah. I'll give you a little uh, a little lay of the land. So me and Jim have known each other forever. Right. And those woods are filled with deer. And if you look, well, he's changed the house around a little bit. But right here would be the old, just a window okay. over the sink. Sure. And he could see his wife doing the dishes, right? Right. He would call me. Out of nowhere, every once in a while, and I go, hello? And he goes, oh, it's Brewer. I'm like, why are you whispering? He goes, I'm in the woods. <laughs> so those are the woods. Right. He goes, I'm in the middle of the woods watching D do the dishes. <laughs> he would get hot. Can I tell the – oh, well, now he's back out. Anyway, he would – he would, I, 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 I cause him, call him from the woods. Well, that's – that's you know, that's one of our famous so stories. Yeah. yeah, that's one of our famous stories. And he, and he would admit that he, would, he was really high. He would go in the woods. And then he would talk to me about all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, he would go, I'm, I'm watching my wife. She's doing the dishes. <laughs> so we'll probably see some deer run by eventually. So I got deer out where I am. I'm not too far from here. I'm not in this nice of an area. I'm I'm a little farther east. Really? I could drive you home later. I'm in yeah. I'm in Essex County. I'm a little, little farther than Carl. Are you still living with your dad? No, no, no. I, you finally moved out of I that moved out, situation. Yes, I moved out of that situation a year ago. Oh, it's been that. It's been that long. Oh wait. So when we started at Westwood One. Oh, all right. Yeah, you just never, ear. you just never updated that info with me. I, I just assumed you were still with your dad. That no, was that. It was just a couple of months. I got my own place. Yeah, I got my own place. That's very good. 
All right. Uh, Jim's taking a leak. I'm going to sit down and have my water. Right. So we moved the operation inside into the uh, the basement of the Brewer Estate uh, because we were worried about the wind outside because we've had problems with the wind on the podcast. The yeah, you don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy the show until uh, the boogeyman showed up. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it. And the wind always comes uh, during the best parts of, of the course. podcast. Why is that? Not a part you can easily edit out or something. It's the force fucking with you. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, Brewer, thanks, man. I'm I'm excited to be here. It's been it's been a long time, really long time. Yeah, it's been too long. Yeah, this is nuts. So, um, so, so D, uh, what's going on with you and D in the podcast? All right, here's the wrap. Christmas time was a little stressful. All right, a couple things. At the end of the day, I'll just leave it as this. It's communication breakdown. It's... Um, Zeppelin. Yes. Communication it's, that's, breakdown. That's every relation. We're fine. Well, actually, we're in another one. So, this is... We've had two battles. Can I be honest? Yeah. Me and Robert noticed that the energy's a little weird in the house right now. Yeah, no, she's not... T- you know, she's... Whatever. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> we feel like like we should maybe leave or something. You know, <laughs> should we come back? Should right. back another day? Like, what's is going there, on? Is there a coffee shop nearby? <laughs> let, them, let them hammer this out for yeah. an hour. We'll come no, back. No, no, no. This is, this right. is uh, Trini and I, we, the, um, it was the holidays and it was stressful because she's all, dude's all about the Lord. All right. So with that said, um, between the kids, just they're not they're kids. They're not. Not mm-hmm. that they're not. Mm-hmm. No one's on <clears throat> her level and her degree, which is one thing. But where 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 our thing turned into the big blowout was. One of the kids was at the house, and um, it was whatever. It, a, a house party? Are we talking no, about no, house? no, oh, no. Okay. It was at our house, and we were leaving the house last second. And we have two different approaches. I'm not saying which one is right or wrong. We're very firm in our approach. Right. Uh, my approach is completely different than hers hers is completely different than mine i get extremely frustrated put it this way when you walk in a room and you hear two people going and one's crying what is your first response um to leave (laughs) to leave that's right all right let me say wait am i in the argument yeah, you're no. You just walked in the room. Yeah, and so let's say that's your, that's your wife, and your son. Oh, okay. So yeah, see, my kids are a little younger, so they're younger. So, so they're having a problem. The wife, they're having a problem. The wife and the daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the first thing you want to do is just like calm everyone down. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> and she wanted you to take her aside. It's that simple. I, I, yeah, well, I get that. 
Um, but but I think you need to calm everyone down, separate them like like the cops do, and get each other's story. <laughs> Correct. Okay, and that's what you do. Come over here. Come right. over here. And so they're going at it to help you along here. They're going at it. And then you come in and you're like just trying to calm everyone down. And that's... My days of that are long over. Even with people. I'm 50. Confrontation's over. Yeah. It takes a lot for me. It's not worth it. If you're not my circle, I don't need to be confrontational with you. Right. Even a year or two ago with... With, I don't ever go back with anyone tweeting anymore. You, you, this. We're done. Yeah. You're either blocked or I'm just, I move along. I don't care. Right. Right? So when it's in the house and it's it's this one's yelling and that one's screaming. and it's, My approach is everyone, can we, what is your, what point are you trying to get across? And what point are you trying to get across? Where I may have, where where my problem occurred was now, when the cop comes and he calms down the situation, now you got one party over here, one party here. While you got one party over there, what happens when the other party starts acting up while you're trying to calm things down? Yeah. To, what, how would you do that? You got to try to get them calm. Okay. And now they're going, screw you, officer. <laughs> yeah, I understand where you're going Start with hitting them with the baton. Right. And you go, listen, I got no you. Li-. And then that becomes... A whole different argument. You see the eyes completely glaze over <laughs> and you're not dealing with a human being anymore. Right. Now you're dealing with a whole different... Something like, wow, I used to see this creature 15 years ago. Oh, before, before things changed. Right. Oh, so now it's, wow, I haven't seen this one in a long time. But now, like, now it's, so now the battle's over, but now the battle's on me. Right. Now you're the problem. I'm the problem. I can relate to that because that's how I grew up with my mom. My mom wanted my dad to march in and take her side so it's two on one against the kid. Right. Immediately, and when my my dad wouldn't do that, he had your approach. All hell would break loose, right? And to a T. Well, to be honest with you, I gave into this approach all the way up until, although it made me feel extremely uncomfortable, even if I felt it wasn't right, whatever the subject was. And I could be always wrong. I don't. Know. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying the approach. So and there and there's a couple more in, in due defense to her. I gotta remember what some of the other ones. Um uh so after a while I was like, you know what? I'm sorry, but I don't like I don't like the way you approach anymore, and I'm not dealing with that anymore. Because it always goes from zero to a hundred. And although you don't do it with me. Now you do it over there, and I'm tired of it. And I'm not I'm not gonna lose them. I wanna be on your side. I will gladly be on your side. But I'm not gonna lose them because you're not I am not fighting that way. I'm not right. doing that. I'm not doing that. So at the end of the day, I, I'm always like, well, what what do you want out of this? And I remember even that day, what do you want out of this? I want her to have X, Y, Z. She needs to this and that and this. Okay, 
she wants you to do X, Y, Z. Well, I am trying X, Y, Z, but I'm only here for 10 y, X, Y, Z. So how am I supposed to do X, Y, Z if I'm here for eight days? Well, point. Very good point. And it's whatever. It goes back and forth. Um, I'm not doing that anymore. So I have to balance. Well, is it going to like like yesterday? We got a battle yesterday, as you can feel the thick air. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was kicking. This, and when I say this got, wasn't a good idea, Robert. No, no. When I say things got better, they got better. Okay. So w- the first one was around Christmas. Yes, and it was Christmas. And now fast forward. And there was you a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, I'm out with Metallica. Um. So. You know, she's buying all the presents. I'm like, why are we buying a billion people? Why, why are we building a people? And I'm also stressed. I'm like, you know, we spent more money than I'm comfortable with. And that really bothers me. I hate. Wow, that was my stomach. Dun, 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 dun. So, it's all right. So, we got through it. It took a while, but we got through it. It was the longest battle we had in 15, 20 years. How long did it last? Oh, my God. At least three weeks to a month. Wow. That's what I'm saying. It's usually done the same day. Was there a lot of, like, uh, doors slamming? Oh, leaving, not talking. Right. No talking whatsoever. At dinner, you just could hear the... There was no dinners. No dinners? I'm not having to... I may leave, packed up her bags, ready to leave. Right. Like, And then I go into the mode of, are, are we... Are we in high school? What are we doing? Right. This is ridiculous. Um, and you can't do that. <laughs> so it's because I'm also dealing with someone that has to in the back of their mind knows at any minute they can be dead. And although we all live that way, it's a real life situation with D. Right. It's like tomorrow she goes to Philadelphia and it's now she could be hiding things from me that I don't know. You know, the last it was December was the first time she got um you know, she goes there with her cancer. People don't know she's stage four, and she's on a trial. Stage four, what she has, you, it's not, it's just you're done. So the only way to keep your alive is living on a trial, unless they miraculously come up with a with with a miracle drug that cures her. <clears throat> and please don't send me everything. You've heard, you've seen it. I've seen it. I go to Mexico and right, talk to right. Juan. He's in a hut. Yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> go to Belize and eat this root. Yeah, I, I know. I got it. I got it. Um, so that lurks nonstop and I, I have to constantly take that in consideration. So, and we try to play the whole, Hey, nothing's going on. Everything's cool. So, which has to be a little bit of, you know, as much as she'd like to pretend, you know, uh, I don't want everyone feeling sorry for me and I don't want anyone to treat me like I have something that has to, I, I can tell you it would weigh on me. Yeah. Every time I have a battle or something, like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm dying. Right. So can you show a little respect? So that has to be part of it. And I have to respect that. And I do, I think I do my best to be aware of that. So I think there's a lot of pressure going on. And that's the first time where she got her chart. So since she's been going, the chart always says, oh, the tumors are shrinking. Some of them are disappearing. It was the first time I was like, hey, I wouldn't be alarmed, but. Uh, went in the other direction. Ugh, fuck. But they really said I would. This happens. 
Could right. be stress, could be right. whatever. We are so not worried because it's so small. Right. Now, between you and I, last month she went and there was 15 million of us going, what did the chart say? What did the chart say? What did the chart say? FaceTime me when they talk to you about the chart. FaceTime me. Why didn't the... Um, she said, oh, you know, they didn't, they weren't, it wasn't ready. So what do you, what do you mean it wasn't ready? But I had the, the one doctor and she didn't have the chart and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really there. Oh, all right, maybe, maybe she's telling the truth. Ah, uh, your gut knows. Maybe she knows something. I don't know. Right. Okay. So with that said, um... Then about two weeks later, we go. Now, now we're in. A, we went on vacation. We all went to. Uh, we weren't going to go on vacation because we kind of went over budget with things, and she wanted to build all this amazing stuff in the house. Because her, her, she clearly said, "Hey, I'm not going to be around. I want everything done. I don't want you stuck with have to do anything." So that's why we have a deck. That's why we have a new basement. She wants the kids to hang out in the basement. She wants the kids to uh, enjoy the yard. She wants me to enjoy the lifetime yard I've been waiting for. And my point is, well, that's beautiful. But now I'm going to be on the deck going, sobbing all the time, going, <laughs> why are you not here? And I'm going to sell it anyway. Of course. Um, but I don't know. It's gonna, so well, the place looks gorgeous. now. It does I, look pretty smoking. It, it's unbelievable. It looks smoking. Well, there's a, there's a few things with this. So that's obviously one of the underlying things that, so, that causes gonna, the, 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 the fights to be even worse than usual. Correct. And, and, and uh, just so I say, so I asked her point blank, like, what, what happened with the charts? And she went, oh, they did, she, she emailed them, but I, I couldn't really read them. But, I th- you know, they looked good. I'm just like, mm, are, are they good? Or you know something I don't know and you don't want to tell me? Like, what, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So what were you going to say? So we had another one yesterday. Right. The, other, the one yesterday is she wants the kids, no matter what, their choice is Sundays. You got to go to church. If you don't go to church, then you got to go to a youth group. All right. Now. We go to church. I, for her, I support it. The guy puts me straight up in a coma. Coma. Right. I was telling Robert the difference between you two. You, you, you both are actually on the same path, but she's more traditional. She goes to church a lot, and Correct. you're and you're very spiritual. Huge. You're more like me. Like Correct. I, I I'll talk to God up. in my yard. Yeah, and I believe God is everywhere. Correct. I don't need to go there. Right. But that's her world. Yeah, I, I'm not. That's there. her wish. Hey, you support me when I watch the Mets, right? You support me when I I want to go do this. You support me when I'm out and away. The, I'm going to support you because this makes you feel amazing, right? And then that bleeds into the whole family, right? Um, and she's not sitting there going, you know, you need to write it, read the Bible, blah, blah blah. But now she wants it really bad, and the kids are revolting. I hate going to youth group. Not that I don't like. I hate kids. It's weird. Some of them have different looks. I like, listen, I, I, 
<laughs> so, so, let it out, Jim. Let so, it out. I'm your therapist today. Right, right, right. I was going to do a different podcast, but I know we're going to. I'm, we're going to make a three-hour special. All right, I'm your therapist. Though. Let's do a three-hour, four-hour no, special. I can relate to all this because in my family, my wife, uh, traditional uh, religious person, but as life, uh, but she has moved more moved. towards spirituality, okay. yoga, meditation, and all that. But her mom and everybody down in Philly, like, they give us the speech. You know, you guys got to start going back yeah, to church and all that. And Has the like, kid baptized yet? Oh, no. My my kid, uh, we blew off his communion. Well, same. We didn't. Dude, my last one wasn't baptized. Yeah, but see, everyone else in Philly, they're, That's they're, a biggie. they're doing their communion. And my, and my Italian, my, Irish, Catholic uh, thing? Little, uh, yeah, they're they're uh, Lithuanian and all sorts of... Uh, sure. Yeah. Lithuanian Catholic? Well, no, they're regular, regular That's Catholic. That's a whole other ball of Catholic. Yeah, no, but my, my, my son's uh, cousin is uh, pretty much the same age. They're six weeks apart. He went through his communion. And he's being brought up very differently. He goes to Catholic school and all mm, that. Okay. And my son's like, what? What's church? <laughs> so is me. Right. I don't know how the kids would come home. Like, Dad, what's were... a communion? I'm like, ah, well. But, you know, I, honestly, though, to be honest with you, I, I think huh. I think I want to start going back to, to church just to give them something. Yes. Yeah. But And yeah. let them figure it out. I don't want to be the guy like, well, this is what I think, so you should think this I, way. And I don't do right, that right. whatsoever. So what happened was one of them – Works now, which I keep. She learned from the other one. The other one barely worked. Right. Has no car, and nothing. And I kept saying, "You're gonna, you need to get a job because you're gonna say, oh, I, got, I got my summers. I'm just telling you, you're gonna turn 18. You have no car. I'm yeah. not buying you a car. You need to learn how to get things yourself." Okay, so so she watched that, and this one, but the middle one, busts her ass. She works Sunday. She works during the week after school. So, and the person that hires her. I always says, your kid is the greatest worker ever. So now she hires her on Sundays. So these pretty adamant. So this is what I woke up to yesterday. Right? Yesterday was Sunday. I just woke up. Right? I roll over. I know we got to go to a funeral and a birthday party. That's all I know we got to do that day. Because already my Sunday's booked. Which already <laughs> annoys the shit out of me. But whatever. <laughs> We're going to talk about that too. Yeah. Like, uh, whatever. So, okay. I think, I think my June and July are already booked. Right. We're, also, we're in April, and I'm like, and can, can we maybe find one weekend and go to the beach house? Yeah. And just one, please. I just I want you. I beg you. What? Right. Do we really have to go to your neighbor's baby shower? And right. Say, what? Oh, God. <laughs> we are really going to see this kid anymore. God. <laughs> My uh, mother-in-law calls like, so I got us uh, I got us Phillies tickets for June 15th. And I'm like, you go to Phillies? I'm like, June 5th. In well, the Philadelphia? No, I I just I made up the date, but it's somewhere in yes. June, and I'm thinking yes. to myself, it's yes. the middle of summer. I could be yeah. on a beach fish. I want to be right. I don't want to do anything anymore. And Phil then don't play on the island. And then we got the go. local carnival the next week. <laughs> the the next the next what? <laughs> the next weekend. <laughs> July 4th, I hope you don't mind. We're going to Staten Island. Right. I was going to buy fireworks in Pennsylvania and try to get arrested. Right. And then don't forget the weekend after that is the, the first birthday party for our niece. 
<laughs> That's our age, though, right? Yeah, we're in that age where I mean. So I try to tell my wife, like, you're not really like that person, do you? So oh. she's getting better. Where we're starting to check off ones. Where like, yeah. look, we just can't go. Do we really? Yes. Need this one yeah are we really gonna be banned if, <laughs> right. if we don't go <laughs> right, right. sit for four hours talk to people we can't stand and have nothing in common with right and then eat cake and leave yeah shitty cake too by shitty the way cake in the conversation and a giant fucking hero all right just see what's going on with the <laughs> no i didn't i really didn't and i don't care and then they're and then their angle on Trump might be a little oh. different than us. So, oh, and, and, and we're more in the category of let's just not talk about it. Something I learned from Brewer. There's let's no talk about to, politics is much better for everybody. There's no reason to talk about politics. Right. Zero. Uh, yeah. You don't know shit. <laughs> no one knows shit. Nobody knows shit. You're in a reality game. Stop talking. Right. It's like arguing about wrestling. Right. There's no difference. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so we're worried. I, I had to jump in. No, with the, no, no, it's with, phenomenal because so did a million other people listening. And the funny thing is, uh, we should at least say that live from Portland, your new comedy CD. You kind of talk about, you know, uh, family, uh, yes, family things you have to schedule, which was really, really fun. Did I tell it? Did a little I, bit, yeah, a little bit. Did you hear it? I heard the whole album, man. Right, we got to talk about because I got to tell you, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't listened to it. Why? I'm going to tell you how it went down. Okay. I didn't plan it at right. all. It's a great album. It was, well, everyone says that. And then we were listening again on the way because we had a long ride. I go, Robert, you want to hear Brewer's latest album? By the way, I should mention Littlefoot is a huge fan of yours. And he works at Westwood One. So. Nice. And he's and we're, he was laughing his ass off. Oh, good. I was taking notes because I wanted to ask you about some things. But well, uh, he we'll, was laughing his ass off. We'll get into it. Yeah, go ahead. But, um, but what? why what? wouldn't you listen to this thing? Right, but you're like me. You don't like listening to your shit. No, here's what happened. Okay. Um, I'm on the Metallica tour. Yeah. And on the tour, I have, a, I have a kid. I call him the kid. He's 20 years old. He films. I have a guy that I pay to film me and, and follow me around on the Metallica tour. And I have a, another guy who's DJing. And right. I hired him to help me. If I come with a bit, help me develop this thing for the yeah, crowd. Yeah. So he films... Every comedy show, not professionally, but with a film, and and so when you when you go on my socials and you see little bits, Patreon and all that, yeah, yeah, that, that's Instagram, Facebook. That's that's yeah. him filming. Okay, all right. So we're I booked Portland. I was sitting right where we are, and it was me, the opener, and and this girl that's part of the Metallic crew that wanted to, she wanted to feed the homeless in Portland. She was on a mission to feed the homeless. I said, all right, uh, this is about three weeks before the show. Oh, um, all right. And then he's like, oh, maybe I can do, we got three days off. Maybe I can book a club. I can make extra money and we could do a food drive. She was, oh, you know, we'll do it. If people bring cans of food, I said, that'd be great. DJ, I want me to get rid of these boxes of merchandise. So I'll, I'll ship them out. And if you bring cans, you get, you, you just take whatever. Yeah. And I literally was like, listen, take whatever you want. All right. So thank God the thing sells out in a week or else it would have crushed my ego. It's a small club. <laughs> so, <that's all. laughs> and it was a Tuesday night. Brewer's downplaying it, but it's still funny. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I, yeah. I, I was like, Portland, yeah. I, I had a hard time selling that years ago. So it's a Tuesday night. I book Helium. Um, the day, the day, we go feed the homeless. It's freezing. 
night of the show, we do the food drive. She's excited that girl's there. Her name's Sarah. She's 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 out there doing with the food bank and all that jazz. And I do the show. Now, the last two, three years, about two years ago, I had two one-hour comedy specials that I wanted to sell. And I was passed by... I was passed on. Right. So... Who passed you? I don't... All right, fair. Well, I want to get angry for Well, you. let's say... Let me, let me <laughs> get angry Where's for everyone you? trying to get on? That's all I'm going to say. Netflix! I didn't say who. Uh, this is the third time we've heard that, by the way. In not the in the business months. of... Uh, all right, you didn't officially say it, and there's a few other uh, comics in our age group well, that are being denied, and these people are beyond funny, Judy Gold being one of them. And and did she tell you the wording that was told to it, him? It's ageism. Wait, algorithms. What? Algorithms, algorithms. and, and uh, ageism, basically. What's the word? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I want to know the word, though, for real. Because I think that's insane, and I think it should be... Oh, oh really? Oh, really? And a certain age. Really? Not in that business. Which let me say I'm that, okay as a businessman with that. I understood it and I get it. So and that's the I think that's I think they wanted to they mm-hmm. wanna I think that's yeah. pe- I think that's people in a boardroom overthinking things. I think in the end could be. I I think it people, doesn't matter. I think people can figure out what you said, but I'll say this. In the end, funny is funny. That I don't does, care well, on the platform I don't is care. big enough that there's there, the platform is big enough that who cares? You're, you're going to go to the, the shit you like anyway. It's ubiquitous right. now, so it doesn't matter. You're going to find what you want, and you might find something that crosses over, but right. you're there looking for the, I, the stuff that you I, like. And I wasn't even looking for... I, honestly, I didn't care about money. Yeah. I didn't care about money. Yeah. I just wanted to go on. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because I, I knew it would do well. But I've never thought, you know, man, I really like Kevin Hart. He's really funny, but too bad I don't like black people. <laughs> <laughs> That. Well, just, if, you're, if just, you're a fan of comedy, you're not thinking. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Forward to like a week from now when some uh, some hater takes that out of context. Oh, they know I love oh, black people. Anyway, it does. It. So at the end of the day, and you just gave him that idea, you yeah, you lunatic. So at the end of the day, I took that to my advantage. Like you know what? This is a good thing. I remember. I, I believe. I think Seinfeld once said. Why would I put on a new special every other year? Right. I can always use this. Now, what, what you see me a bunch of times. I very rarely will do the same stuff. I'll work on one thing and play around with it for a year. Right. To the point where, okay, I'm, I'm going to film now. It's all tight. And I felt I had two tight one hours. So the minute that came up, I went, all right, well, I got to get my, I got to dig, I got to work harder. Right. And that's the best thing that could have happened. I started working harder. And then the Paramount came. And the Paramount was, hey, uh, once a month you're going to play here in Long Island. And I went, you know what? I put my nads on the table and said, I'm going to do a different show every month. Right. I'm going to make sure it crushes. Right. And that's what I was doing. And I just, I just kept creating more, creating more, creating more. And the great thing is, every time someone sees me, and then they'll see me again. They'll go, dude, you did a different freaking hour. Right. I saw you and the Metallica crew. There were, there were nights off and guys would come out like, 
There's this one guy, he's like, I've seen you three, I saw you in Saskatoon, <laughs> then I saw you in Iowa, and then point you did three different hours, and yeah. everyone was funnier than the other one. Yeah. Dude, it's unbelievable. So that worked to my advantage. So here I am, I'm in Portland, and there was a couple things I did that night that I still have yet to do since that night. I had to have that, I, I so I... The kid after the show goes, hey, man, I professionally recorded tonight. I went, you mean you filmed different... Mo-? He went, no, 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 I audio taped it. Nice. And I went, all right. Like, what, what am I... I'll listen. Like, what do you want me to do? I, I, I thought for no reasons. Why would you... I'm not going to lie to you. The first thing I thought, I was like, am I, am I buying this? Like, did you... <laughs> do I have to... Do I have to shake pay? Down? Yes. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, do I have to... Now I got to pay you to edit audio stuff? Like, right. you, I'm, I listen on my phone. And I didn't think anything of it. And a, a couple weeks later, his uh, manager called. And he goes, Jim, you got... You, have you listened to this? Oh, No. Because you gotta listen to it. It's it's unbelievable. It's really good. And I went, Portland. Yeah. He was just listen for a couple. So I listened for I swear, I listened for two minutes. I just listened for the sound quality. Right. And I went, yeah, that's what it sounded like. Right. And that was it. And then three weeks later, he's he's like, this is we get, bro. This is this is like next level. I went Portland. Yeah, I go. But I, the reason why I say that is because I feel like I'm doing this the last three years. Right. Can I can I jump in? Yeah. Because it's a perfect time for me to jump in. So, first of all, me and you have been friends for a really long time. But I, I'm also a massive fan of your standup. Massive. And I I I think you're sort of like the Grateful Dead. Hear me out. It's not your. I it's got not, you. It's not your. It's not your type of music in general. I get that. But what. What was cool about being a fan of the Grateful Dead is every show you went to was different. And you might even go, oh, that's St. Stephen or that's Uncle John's band, but they did it different. Right. You do that. Yes, I do. So even though you have have a shitload of uh, material... Oh no, you're allowed to curse. No, curse I told I told Robert we're not a, we're not allowed to curse. If you heard my wife was all about the Lord, she curses like a truck driver. But when, so don't worry about it. But before you guys started blowing off your podcast, I mean, you guys talked about cursing and stuff. Too, so what, yeah, don't worry about it. I could I could say stuff like that. Yes, of course. All right. So you have so much material, but also if you do touch on something from the past, you do give it that little twist, that little. Uh, make it a little different. You might add just you might yes. add, you might add five seconds onto the bit, but it's a it's a key five seconds that makes it feel like it's a brand new thing. Great example. And, and I, go ahead. No, well, the other thing, and I wrote this, and this is the the only compliment I'm going to give you today, and then, <laughs> and then we can we can laugh our asses yeah, off because yeah. it pisses me off what you said about whoever said no to you because that's ridiculous. That's okay though. That's no, fine. No, I understand all that, but I, I, as someone who's a fan of yours and comedy in general, it's the greatest thing that could have th- happened. This is what I wrote. I can't think of another comic that relates more to our generation and our generation being, let's say, 35 to 54. Kids and blah, blah, blah. Like in their 30s all yeah. the way up to 54. I, I, I can't think of another comic that is is hitting all those things that we're dealing with now. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm only talking about what I know now. 
Right. And well, I, yeah, but you're you're talking about your uh, your dad dying. We all have gone. A lot of us have gone through that. Right. Seeing your favorite band, like let's say Metallica, but Metallica when you first saw them compared to seeing Metallica now, that, <laughs> right. that bit on the the CD is beyond hilarious. Talking about nursing homes, talking about spirituality, mm. talking about the homeless. Talking about New Year's Eve. See, I listened to this thing. Now I'm just uh, see. Now I got. Oh, wow. Okay. So here, like, uh, yeah. From what I understand, I did colonoscopy on there. Yes. Okay. So if you see me now, I didn't realize I did colonoscopy that night. Yeah. If you see me now, I think it's a thousand times funnier what I say now, and, and I took three different directions. Right. So I guess you're right. That's a good, no, the Grateful you, Dead. So you're, bit, you're and, like and, the Grateful and, Dead because most Grateful Dead uh, fans really hated the studio albums. Those were for more of the, you know this, well, right. that, as, that was as, more as for a, the mainstream as a, as people. As somebody who spent a lot of years following the Grateful Dead until Jerry left. And then as that as they were winding down, started following Pearl Jam around the world. It, it's the same thing, right? Right. It's yeah, the, Pearl it's, Jam it's is Pearl similar Jam, to you too. I which should, is more yeah. sort of apropos of the conversation because yeah, 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 yeah. they don't do the same set. See, I wasn't going to bring it up because... No, but I got to explain that now too. God, we have too much going on here. But it's Pearl okay. Jam doesn't play Pearl the same Jam, set. But Pearl Jam took a page from the Grateful Dead. Yes. Pearl Jam realized, you know, I know MTV wants a video for every fucking song we're doing. We don't want to do that. We don't even really want to make studio albums. And they just decided to tour, Mm -hmm. allow their fans to tape their sets and trade that uh, stuff Mm -hmm. all over the place. Which is, wow, now this is fascinating to me because something I've been pushing to do nonstop is give them the freaking, give them each, each show I do. I don't like that. It, I I do ask don't record for for more reasons because when a comic says something, I can't control you editing it. Right. And now I got to defend something I didn't do. Of course. Or you just put two little lines out. He said this word. And yeah. Then, so comic is different when it comes to recording. But if you record the whole thing, I I, I the re- one of the reasons I've been filming every show is like. Let's release this one. Let's release that one. Yeah, but it's sort of the same material. Who cares? It's completely yeah, different. Yeah. This I just did the St. Patrick's Day show at the Paramount, and I think I told an hour, 15-minute show of going to see Billy Joel that went in so many different directions yeah. that I've never told it that way. Yeah. And I came out with a kilt yeah. and a black shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is... We should release this as a comedy special. Of course. Now, I have... I'm... St- as you're talking, like God. Well, I told that maybe that's maybe that's what this becomes because my diehard fans know that. My diehard fans know, you know, I saw Brewer in February, then I saw him in October, and then I saw him Christmas. Right. And it was he, he, he touched on three subjects, but it was all different. Yeah. And he and it was still crushing. Yeah. I know. I'm not. I. I never. I was always impressed by someone who could go. I do a new hour every year. Okay, that's nice. It's not always great. Right. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, they they put themselves on that schedule. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. They're like every whatever it would be nine months, ten months, a year. I got to put out another hour. I think you. I think you put out the hour when you're ready to put out another hour. Correct. And, and stop putting the pressure on yourself yeah, don't to put do the that. Pressure on. Some could pull it off, obviously, but then there's others. Not that, many, and the ones that do, I yeah. can assure you, they don't have families, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or they got divorced, or we, they're missing. Uh, we just went off on a 10, 15 minute tangent, but and it's going to drive the podcast listeners nuts. What? So. We with your daughter, yeah. I didn't forget the job. Yes, going to church. Yes. We'll Let's come at back. least wrap that up. Okay, so here's what happened. 
with the fight that happened yesterday up. and not the fight that happened in uh, no, so around Christmas. Settles. And life is good. And we're kicking ass. We're laughing so hard the last couple of weeks. We are peaking. Like even better than before. And I'm proud of my kid. The amount of work that she puts in with everything. Um, Steve turns to me. And I just woke up. I turn around. And I, got a, I got a cat that says Alzheimer's. That they don't know where it's at. It's blind. Just wants to be pet all day. So as I turn, he waits for me to wake up, and he comes crawling up to me. So I'm, I'm patting its head. And as I'm patting the head, I'm still in the bed yeah. with Dee. Yeah. And she's, she's playing on her video game. Um, she goes, that one told her boss. She didn't tell me what time to work today, so she's going to miss church so she can work. Now, that's kind of smart. It's smart. It's kind of smart. It's really smart. <laughs> Let's not care ourselves. We've got a genius on our hands. Dude, I was <laughs> on Long Island, I was a caddy. Yeah. And we went we were brought up Catholic until my, my mom I gotta whisper, I don't want to I don't want No, I, I purposely but, shut doors so the okay. only when she comes in we're gonna hear banging. Okay. And okay. another reason I'm sitting here is because we can hear walking upstairs. Because my mom finally went to the the priest because like we were really poor. We had seven, eight, nine kids, depending on who we were taking into our family. Yeah. And I remember the phone call where she called the church and said that she needed help because you know, the church basically said to have all these kids and right. now she's falling on hard times so she calls the church assuming there was a magic fucking check coming her way and and I remember her screaming at the priest going you told me to have all these goddamn kids <laughs> <laughs> and now I need help and they're basically saying I don't know go on welfare right I mean they maybe they threw us a pair of shoes or a new right. coat and my mom started going downhill like yeah. Oh, wow. She went the other way and she was brought up hardcore Catholic. But in that transitional period, I became a caddy. I can't go to church on Sundays. That's when everyone is golfing. Well, my these guys drop me Finskis and Tenskis <laughs> here and there. I gotta... And I was, I was the one that was providing for the house. So my mom's like, I guess you're not going to church. There you go. As long as you hand over that caddy money. And then, you know, long story short, I started hiding some in the wall. Of course. Which I talked about on a past podcast. But I can relate to your daughter. Sorry. So she has a job on Sunday, which now means she can't go to church. Correct. But that's an issue with your wife. Correct. All right, go ahead. Sorry. So now her thing is, I gave her... So now in the middle of this, this one walks in. And she... Before she can open her mouth, T goes, Okay, funny you walked in because I'm just telling your father how you need to tell your boss you can't go into 1030 and she goes I'm not doing that she goes you want me you know you want me to get a job I got a job and the, the other person there needs help so she likes the way I work and and now the day before I was at ShopRite and I ran into her boss and her boss was like you're a kid is the great she's a godsend she's the greatest worker my kid comes out like this is this is really good for her so in charge but so is this okay so d goes well i told her she's got a choice either church or youth group she doesn't like going to youth group so it's church so you need to tell your boss that you can't work on and now and she goes tell her it's not now I got. I'm the enforcer. I've been told, enforce. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm not really good. I, I'm not. 
good in these situations. Right. I like assessing the whole situation. Right. And try to figure out a, another way around this. Correct. <laughs> maybe she, maybe you could go to church later tonight. Or yeah, something. I'm trying to figure this out. They do have church on Wednesdays, I think. Maybe we can talk about church <laughs> right. later and tell you some of the things that we're taught. How about that? Whatever. So now this turns into, um, I go, fine, fine. Tell you what. How about you tell your boss? Starting next week. Not today, but next week. 10.30 is when you'll start being there. Are you good? Yeah. And look at D. Are we good? And that's what pissed D off. Why am I looking at her? I should be staring at her the whole time. And so when she left the room, it went, what? oh, and while I'm looking at she said, why were you looking at me? I'm the one that told her. And then I told you to say that you're looking at me like it's my problem. And then the problem of you make me look like a bad parent. So now I go, is that an issue to you? Because if it is, that's on you. Right. If you feel you're a bad parent, that's you. That's your problem. I'm not getting in that game anymore. I'm not. That's you. You feel right. that way? Right. Well, they don't listen to me. You got to figure it out. I've given you suggestions for that. Right. Why do they listen to you? Because I go in. I'll give you a simple thing. A phone. Okay. The youngest one's not supposed to have the phone past nine. Well, I told eight million times. It's a kid. He ain't going to fucking listen to you. Why are they going to listen to you? They want to be on the phone. Right. Well, I shouldn't have to. Well, you you have to. You got to enforce. It's really that simple. Right. So when I come home now, I put a... I, I have an alarm on my phone at this time. Go in. And t- so I go in. And the first time I did it, she gave me some. Why do I need it? I said, nine o'clock, give me it to me. I don't understand. You're going to lose one hour tomorrow if you don't hand it to me in two minutes. Well, you just lost tomorrow for an hour. Hey, what the fuck? Would you like to lose another hour? <laughs> hey, fuck it. You just lost two hours for tomorrow. Give me the phone or you're going to lose it for a week. I've had this conversation with my son in his iPad. <laughs> so she gives it to me. Yeah. The next day, I put it for seven. She forgets. I walk in. I need your phone. Why? Don't you remember yesterday? We had a battle, and you disputed me, and I calmly said, here's the rule. And you, I don't have shit. Would you like to lose it for a... Boom. I go, starting tomorrow, we'll go back on schedule. And every time you blow it, you lose that many hours you had it. It works. What's the problem? Right. Well, she don't listen to me. Well, she wasn't listening to me for two seconds. But I'm not raising my voice to this level! Right. I, I, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into a bash mode. So, no, no. So, I, that, I, I, this so, is all stuff uh, parents can relate to. Yeah, though. so now that. That was the problem with my mom growing up was when she raised her voice, I'm like, I, I don't you hear You tap out. I don't hear anything. It's over. I tapped out. And I will bash myself, Mr. Brewer. I learned that from my mom. And for many years in my life, my professional life, I did that. And then I realized uh, through therapy, mm-hmm. it's been a very long time now. It's been at least 10 years I haven't done that poor shit. But I realized, man, even if you're right about something, if you raise your voice matter. to that frequency, everyone just taps out. Right. So even if you are... 
you you know in your soul that you're 100% right with what you want to tell this person. Doesn't matter. If you're yelling at them, mm-hmm. I'm doing this more for the listeners out there, by the way. And I, yeah. can, and I can relate to I can relate to this a lot. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I started calming down and not yelling and screaming and just talking like we're talking Talk about, to you did this wrong and that. that wrong. Right. I I I was uh, I I got a lot more respect. Well, from people. Exactly. Because now you're talking to and not at. And right. that goes for your kids. Right. You feel like you need to still continue to talk at them right. even when they're teenagers. That's especially when you need to talk to. Right. So um And you're in the teenager stage. Talk to. I hang out. I go I'm not saying I'm better. I know I gotta work harder and harder. The more I don't know my kids, I sit down, I got, you know, I go on my back deck, I pray, and I sit and I think, like, what do I got to do? And then I get answers. And the answer is, like, you got to get to know them now. Right. How do I do that? Right. Well, why you just start, figure out a way. Right. Hey, uh, you want to go get coffee? And then we'll sit down, we'll have coffee, and this kid will start just trusting me and telling me things. Some of the things I don't want to hear. Right. Hey, we tried this and we tried that. I go, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and you go, and you go, hey man, just be. I remember when I did that. Just be careful because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. No, we know. I know. I know. But, but now, but now, are you gulping as she's t- they're telling? Oh, hardcore! You're yeah, like uh, oh. trying to talk. Can, I get, can we get <laughs> another <laughs> double shot? Another got, double shot. You got flops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what happened yesterday? Um, now, as she leaves the room, now it's again. You're not defending me. You need to stand by me. And blah 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 blah. And I get it. You don't do this. You don't do that. We had a long talk and yeah. a month ago, and you didn't listen. You now we're going into the general argument again of you never, you never, you never. Like now you're. Those are arguments you have when you first get married. You don't do nothing. I do nothing. You don't. You you never do this. I never do that. You don't do. Okay, so now we're resorting back to and, and now I'm going. Oh shoot! Is this like what what's going on? So I after. Oh, so while she's doing that, my boil, my my blood's starting to boil, but I don't go there anymore. So I go, what do you want out of this? Do you want her to find God? Or do you want to not be the bad parent? Or, because you're going all over here, or you need me to back you 100% no matter what? What do you, you're all over the place. What do you want with her? She needs a, I, it's my responsibility. She finds God. Okay. But when your fingers in their face, they're going to turn and run the opposite direction. Now you're defeating the purpose. It's no different than going, you need to know God. You didn't. Now you become everyone else. Yeah. Everyone can't stand. Yeah. Now it's in your own house. So you're defeating the purpose. Well, what are you going to do? What are you all spiritual? What are you? And I'm like, okay. All right. This is, she's in, she's in the red zone. <laughs> She's in the red zone. Yeah. I can't talk. I said, when you're ready to talk, we'll talk about this. While I'm doing that, I go downstairs to my daughter. And she's like, I want to do things together. You always do it on your own. I get it. So now I go downstairs to my daughter who's sitting there. And I go, can you do me a favor? You have one more year in this house. Just tell your boss, 1030 Sundays. Is that too much? No. 
Thank you. As I say that, she's coming down the stairs. And now she flips. Why? Because we didn't just do this together. Now, I've done this before together. Right. It's a no-win situation. And I'll tell you what. It never... And I go, one of the reasons why it ends right there is because now... When you're in the red zone, you win, and then you give a lecture. Right. Now, you just defeated... Mm-hmm. Right. You just defeated the point. So I got through to her. Hey, can you do this? Yes. We're done. Right. This one comes down the stairs. You did this without me. Bah, bah, bah. Now we're done. 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 Now we're now dun, we're dun. now we're off and running. Now you show up and you feel the air. Oh boy, did I! I gave her a kiss today. She turned her cheek. I'm like, all right, this is this is back to like when our first three years of marriage. And not that I'm concerned, but yeah. I know where I'm at. I know where life, and I also understand where she's at. And, got, and and where where you got a lot going on, Mr. fear Brewer. going in and yeah. blah blah blah. But how do you how do you how do you balance all this with having like your wife sick? You don't know the future. None of us really know the future. You're right, but there's people telling her her future, and it's, it's right. How how are you holding up? And how do you how do you like just try to like navigate all this? I got because be it's almost you. like. It's almost like uh, no one is paying attention to what this is doing to you. I'm not going to lie to you, and I'm not trying to. It it it's my moral and faith. Right. I'm being dead honest. You heard when you came first back here. What was playing on my back deck? Ah, uh, it was beautiful. What was playing? Uh, like Indian, Indian tribal yeah. flute flutes. Music. So in the mornings, I go on my back deck or on the front deck, and I go. Just looking for strength. I sit down and I go listen. Just what am I supposed to do today? And don't get caught up in, hey, I need to do this. That's another thing. Like, hey, you need to, uh, uh, can you do all these? You need to talk to me later. Right. This is, there's way more important thing. You have to sort out what's important in your life. Right. right now in my life, what's going on with her is important. What's going on with my teenage kids are important. I make my, I'm okay. Right. Um, I don't need to be out there you know, get, get a TV blah, blah. so I, I I honestly find the quiet and I talk to the voice I try to talk to the God whatever yesterday I went outside in the middle of the screaming I went outside I'm listening to birds I, I'm looking up in the sun hey man give me strength I don't know what I, I don't know what's out there but whatever's it help me out right I don't know what to do you're living in the present I ha- you have no choice you're living in the present you got to yeah. So, but Dee looks great. She looks hot. She's she gorgeous. Looks, smoking. I kind of wanted to say that. Am she's smoking. Is my hottest? Am I allowed, hottest, am I allowed she's to say that? She I looks great. She's crushing it. Right. She's the sexiest she ever looked. Yeah. She's the. She's gorgeous. She inside and out. We drove up and she's uh, doing yard work. She she was doing way more than I've done uh, recently. <laughs> you wouldn't know she's sick. Right. No, she have, you have she, no clue. She just plows through, right? She plows through. No, she did. And the fact she's out there is great because that's her. That's her piece. Let her. Right. Whatever happens out there is beautiful. She'll come in here tonight all sore and a mess. Yeah. And, um, you know, just that's how I balance it. Right. That's, uh, that's wild. That's how you balance it. Yeah. I mean, I, dad's dying. What are you going to do? 
Your mom's dying. It's part of life. What are you going to do? How are the kids holding up? Are they accepting Kids are really this? good. No, no, they're really good because we don't have that hanging over our heads 24-7. Right. Someone could go down by getting hit by a car. No, you're downplaying it. Most people, I don't know if they would be as strong as you guys are. I, I, I was a big fan of the podcast, and like, I'm gonna start it again. No, but when I was listening, <laughs> when I was listening to you, uh, you two uh, talk about relationships and her cancer and and all this stuff, I'm like, man, she is way too freaking strong. You would, she is. You would not know that she was going through this by listening to the podcast, except right. when you guys mention it. But everything else you talk about, everyday life, right. and, and the problems you have with your kids, and maybe the school, and, and right. neighbors, and all this other stuff, it was, it's it's pretty amazing. I think a lot of people could could uh, uh, learn help. From, no, a it's, lot of people could learn. From, well, that's what from I meant. D- they, we, and, and you help a lot of people. You, yes, yes, one hundred percent. And that's what I learned too. I mean, I'm at the stage where. If I'm not inspiring or helping, I, I don't have much of a drive. Right. I like I like making you laugh. Right. I like having a really good conversation about inspiring or helping. Right. And if it's not that, I really uh, you're boring me to death. Right. And the Mets. Right. Mets <laughs> and the rock Mets. Mets rock. Yeah. I, and I I know my pitches now. Right. Low and inside, I swat at it, it goes yeah. up or deck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The off speed pitch, I wait on it, I hit it up and deck, I <laughs> exactly. stare at it, and I flip my bat. Right. And that's that's where I'm at. Because in the end, all this other stuff just doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Family means everything. Like someone being a dick on Twitter or doesn't like I mean, zero. And, uh, who cares? In the end, it just doesn't matter. Yo, who cares? I want to I want to go on your deck and Let's go. All right, we're gonna go on on uh, Jim Brewer's deck because I I wanna I got notes. Okay, I got. I, now I, you ready for the deck? Well, I want to talk. Uh, no, this is the stuff for the deck. Holding your dad while while he was dying. Oh, all right. A, I can relate to that big time. I know we talked. Uh, about your that. mom in a nursing home. I can relate to that big time. Yep. Uh, I want to talk about edibles, spirituality, comparative religion. Uh, yeah, and some other things that I don't want you to say. All right, so why don't we wrap this episode up? Let's wrap it up. All right, wrap it up, Joey. Not quite yet, Chief. We're in uh, Jim Brewer's basement. For this episode, don't forget, you got to check out live from Portland, uh, Jim Brewer's latest CD. People like it. I've heard it twice now. It's really great. You're very relatable to guys and gals between the ages of, let's even go lower, like 30 to 54. I was, I, I will say this. I was flattered by, um, I wish I knew his name. There's two guys that were really flattering. One was laughspin.com. Right. Oh, okay. Um, that guy was pretty intense with his words. He, re- he wrote words I've never heard of. Oh, really? I, I had a hard time. Yeah, I had, I had a hard time understanding. Like, is this a good thing? Is right? <laughs> Are these words good? Does this mean good stuff? But he said. What did he say? He said, because um, my manager said, well, did you read what he wrote? And, and my publicist went, no, I didn't read it. And I'm not going to go look for it. So they eventually sent it to me, and I finally looked at it yesterday. Um, and he said something to the effect of. Um, when you when you ask people about their Mount Rushmore of comics comedians, you often put in, uh, you know, it's Carlin, Carlin, Pryor, right, this right. guy, blah, 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 right. Chris Rock, blah, blah blah. He goes, one name often overlooked is Jim Brewer, nice. and he basically went on and on to say, live from Portland, will definitely put his notch on that Mount Rushmore. I went, wow, damn. 
wow, did we pay this guy? <laughs> <laughs> did we give him a little something, something? Like, what's going Because the comedy is so relatable. So and that's where everyone and new concepts too, by the way, because uh, we'll talk about it on the next episode. But basically, that's what the Boston Globe guy said. He goes, "You hit a concept, yeah. You hit a subject, right? That no comedian goes into. You went taboo on this album, right? And I, I swear on my life, I went, what the hell part are you talking about? <laughs> and he went, you, you talked about your dad dying in your arms. I went, well, I talked about that before, and I went. Did I bring I didn't bring up like the cardinal. He goes, Yes. And I yeah. went, Oh. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. I talked about that night. Yeah. He goes, Yes, and how you made that funny is beyond me. Well, th- this is what I told oh, Robert. Why? Yeah. This is what I told Robert in the car. So I listened to your last I realized I didn't hear your last episode of your podcast. So just, you know, catching up, whatever. And it was from December. You told the cardinal story, which I want you to tell on the podcast, because mm. I can relate to that. But I said, Robert, this is What's so interesting about my my pal Jim Brewer on the podcast? You took a very serious tone yes. Yes. on the album live from Portland. Definitely a serious tone, deep subject matter. Yes, but found the fucking jokes, and that's what I was looking found for. the jokes. And I was so excited that I found the jokes, and because that was a comedy club, I was able to take chances. Right, because the the they're not paying fifty bucks in a theater. So I was able to take some chances. I remember coming off the stage that night telling um, my opener, uh, the girl that was feeding the homeless. Right. And I went, whoa, I did the Cardinal tonight. Yeah. And she went, it was amazing. Yeah. And that's that I, I on my life, I completely forgot about that yeah. until the. This guy brought it up. On the next episode, I'm going to have you tell the Cardinal story. because, And we'll go long for him because there's a lot there that I can relate to. Robert says he can relate Dude, I got to heavier it. heavier stuff just happened. All right, good. So we'll do that. It's not even with me. It's someone I've been hanging out with. I think you find, I think you find the sweet spot in things in this, in this new culture of ours where you, you can't joke about anything. Well, mm-hmm. we, we know that's bullshit. But mainstream, uh, uh, the mainstream thinks like, oh, you can't make fun of your dad dying. You can't make fun of nursing home. <laughs> you can't make fun of the homeless. You find the sweet spot where you know that this guy, Jim Brewer, has a really, really good heart and really wants to help people and also is showing that you can also laugh at it. And that is lost with this, uh, this generation right now. Hmm. Completely lost. Wow. Okay. All right. So it's live from Portland. You want to promote uh, the the Patreon too and all that? Or sure, Patreon. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're wrapping up this episode from Jim Brewer's basement, but we're gonna do another one upstairs outside. We're gonna do edibles, I think. Right? No, we're not. Oh, you can. I'm not doing edibles by myself. You you. I, can. I, I got a one hitter. No, I don't. Do, no, God. Do you no. smoke pot anymore? No. No. You think he smokes pot? You're just trying to do this so that I have to drive your car back. I'm not going to smoke pot. We're going to wrap up. Listen, Dean leaves, but she's not leaving for hours. (laughs) We can wait around. You can knock yourself out. (laughs) We can wait around. you got to have to wait to at least whenever she does before you do any of that. I'm going to take an edible and help her with the weeding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see. I'm going to be just pulling out poison ivy. Opie's, wow, he really. Wow, that's interesting. Joey, wrap it up. We're going upstairs to do another uh, podcast with Jim Brewer from, from his beautiful deck. Somewhere in the middle of New Jersey in the woods. Well, you set that one up perfectly for us, Greg. Hey, EB, my brother. What's up, Joey? Let's jam this one out of here.
full version. You got it, brother. Balls deep. Please leave us five stars at Apple Podcasts. Leave a review as well. Go to OpenRadio.com for a cool Ruizing hat or a couple of t-shirts. I'm Joey Salvia, thanking you for subscribing to and downloading this free podcast we call Still Opie Radio.